Welcome to Alternative Dog Moms Podcast. I'm Kimberly Gautier, the creator of Keep the Tail Wagging. For the past nine years, I've been blogging about raw feeding, pet wellness, and life as a crazy dog mom. I've seen massive improvements in my dog's health since I started raising my dogs naturally, and I'm passionate about sharing my experience to help other pet parents. I'm Erin Scott. For the past nine years, I've been researching and learning everything I can about healing cancer, allergies, autoimmune, and mystery illnesses in both my dogs and myself, and I can't wait to share with you everything I've learned on this journey. As the Alternative Dog Moms, we're bringing you all the latest dog health news that we're following and sharing the tips, tricks, and resources we learn along the way. Now, let's get started. Hello, Kimberly. I think I scared my cat when I said that. My cat just like jumped, like, what are you doing in here? <laughs> Sorry, Cosmo. <laughs> How's it going? Good, 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 good. So you seem really excited. I know. Thank you for letting me just start. I'm so excited. <laughs> so Scout had his first appointment with our new holistic vet. And this isn't, I am I'm not changing vets, I'm just adding another vet to the sure. um, We used to have have, um, a really amazing vet who did traditional Chinese medicine, but she moved to Arizona. Like it feels like everyone in Washington is either moving to Texas, Arizona, or Montana. And I feel like I'm going to end up having to choose a state if I want to keep my people. It's just ridiculous. So I have had um, a functional medicine doctor and a yoga teacher both move to California on me. (laughs) Oh, wow. And that's what's so funny is I feel like everyone, um, regardless of the reason behind it, but I feel like everyone is looking at the way the world is. And it's just sort of like, if the world is going to end, I want to be in this space around these people. And so everyone's like, sort of like moving off. And I, I don't have a people because I'm just sort of like, ah, I like the weather here, even though it has been raining ridiculously a lot lately. So I'm just, I feel like, you know, I found this woman and I'm just praying. I, I have a feeling cause she's in Seattle that she'll stay. Um, she has a gorgeous home. And, but anyway, she's a holistic vet. So what happened was after Scout's last appointment with the oncologist, she was like, you know, his lymphdozer are getting bigger. He may not be um, responding to this treatment anymore. We might have to think about doing something different. But she was willing to let me decide, like, what do you think? And and I was just like, I think his lymph nodes are fine. It's just like, okay, then we can keep keep going. And she's she's so great. So I had an appointment with a holistic vet because I just wanted to go over. You know, it's been. 16 months, it's been over 400 days. And I read somewhere that dogs with lymphoma, like on the outset, like with, you know, with great, great luck, will live to about 400, 450 days post-diagnosis. So we're there. And, um, And I need to, I just wanted to make sure it's like, am I covering all my bases? Is there anything I should know? And I'm so grateful that I did this because I learned so much. So I called one veterinarian and she wasn't able to get me in right away. I actually didn't need to go right away, but she wasn't able to. So she gave me a recommendation for someone else. um, And then she had to cancel on me the first vet. So I called the one she recommended. She was able to get me right in. And um, so I loaded Scout up in the car on Monday and drove down to Seattle and Scout was actually so happy. Like, where are we going? And this is great. And, and I was worried Scout's not a fan of the vet. 
And so I was worried that he would be nervous and, you know, like how is, you know, this is for acupuncture. So it's like, is he going to be okay with this? One thing I didn't consider was the fact that I'm sure these veterinarians meet tons of animals who aren't okay at first with acupuncture. So they know what to do. And she did. She allowed him to explore, but within a limited space because she wanted to keep him between us so that he became comfortable in that space. She was giving him treats. She had green juju treats. <laughs> I recognize the bag. And she actually treats um, Kelly, the founder of green juju. She treats one of her dogs Oh wow! Um, or her dog. So she knows her. And it was just sort of like, how do you know Kelly? And I was like, oh, well, I have a blog. And yeah, so I, I've known Kelly for a long time. And so that was kind of cool. But she was so great with him. Just so, you know, talking to me, we were talking, she already had his history and everything, but we just had this great conversation. But long story short, she did get the needles in. He settled down. Um, he gave her kisses, which is not something that Scout does to strangers, but she got kisses twice. And yeah, he, he did really, really well with his first acupuncture treatment. And she, she was like, do you want to push it and do a few more needles? And I was like, you know, let's quit while we're ahead. And she was like, yeah, yeah, you're right. We should. Cause it was such a pleasant experience. And I'm so grateful because now he'll go back and he won't be nervous about it. And when we left, he actually wanted to stay. So the next appointment, I'm going to block out probably another hour of my time to walk him around the neighborhood. Cause he just wanted to walk. He didn't want to go back. He was like feeling so good and happy. And usually he's not he's not really an, an exploring type, but like he stays with me. Like if I drop his leash, he'll freeze. Like, what are you doing? I'm not safe now. <laughs> <laughs> but this time he was just like, wanted to see everything and everybody. And he was just really excited. So that was an amazing thing. But what I learned, oh my God, it was, I was nerding out so hard and I was trying to remember everything. I mean, if I would have had the wherewithal, I would have called you and just had you on speakerphone because it was so great. And it wasn't like I got tons of information, but the piece of information that I got is so valuable. And that is like with cancer, when a protocol stops working, then they switch up the protocol because lymphoma is, you know, it'll get used to um, medication and then stop working as well. So you switch it up. And so she was asking me, you know, just like the timing of everything that was going on. And then she was just sort of like, she's like, so you stopped the Chinese herbs, which I, I had when Scout was um, vomiting. You know, he only vomited once, but you know, when he wasn't feeling well, um, he vomited twice. But anyway, um, I stopped the herbs because he wouldn't eat anything. It like, he just had to have plain food, no supplements or anything. And then I had started a new supplement so I figured, why not give this supplement a chance to work and leave the other ones off the tables? Because he would take the new supplement, which he thinks are treats. And then I left the Chinese herbs off the table. And it turns out that was the right thing to do. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, because just like with the medication, if he comes out of remission, then the cancer now recognizes the Chinese herbs. And she said, it's not anything to worry about. She said, there are so many... Um, what's the word, um, remedies out there and combinations. There's so much you can do that it's not like once these, I because I had them on three different herbs, once those stop working for him, I'm just done. You know, and I guess that's the value of working with someone who understands traditional Chinese medicine because they can take every single thing. Because she was asking me not just about his health history, well, you know, like with the cancer, but she wanted to know what other times has he been sick? 
And he's actually only been sick one other time. And so I told her about that. She wanted to know, you know, like, is he a hot dog or is he a cool dog? And is he, does he get aggressive or does, you know, and how does he respond to this? She asked me, it was similar to when I spoke to Dr. Loops about homeopathy. Like the temperament kind of questions. Exactly. It was just really kind of fun just to know. And then after everything she came back with, what she wanted to do was instead of just addressing the lymphoma, she wanted to address the underlying cause of the lymphoma. And what I loved about that was that for me, I've been looking at cancer as 50% of dogs are going to get cancer. Not that there is any underlying cause that was the reason why out of four of my dogs, one got the, one of the, he- the healthiest dog in my house basically got cancer. Why is that? But she says, you know, it's basically has to do with the spleen and the digestive system. So she wants me to actually do an animal biome test on him. And I did one years ago when that company first launched. I didn't have a great experience because I didn't, I think we've talked about this before. I did not understand the reports or. It can be a little complicated. Yeah. yeah. I think they've gotten a little better though. That's what I've heard. Because I was looking at the reports like, well, what now? I mean. Yeah. It's like, I have this information, but I don't know what it means. It was kind of how I felt. I'm like really excited to give it a try just to see what it is, what we can get to. And because she was like, you know. She's like, if it's in your budget, let's do that first. So she didn't recommend any new supplements or herbs. She's fine with what I'm doing right now. And I basically took him off of everything except for the new supplement and just like regular supplements that all my dogs get. So all my dogs get one for like liver support. And I like him to especially have that. So his liver is filtering all that stuff out of his system. But yeah, I'm really excited to give it a try because if we can do an animal biome test and figure out like if there's any type of, I guess, bacteria or probiotics or whatever you would call it that's missing, then we can start repopulating his gut with that. And that will give him a better shot at permanent remission. Yeah. I mean, those are my words, not her words, the permanent remission part. So I'm really excited about it. And I'm going to order the test at the end of this week. We can get it at a slight discount through our local raw food co-op. So I'm going to go ahead and order it and get it going and um, call the company and let them know that, hey, remember me that did the crappy review? <laughs> Need your help. <laughs> well, it was a couple of years ago, you know, they made improvements. You can also like consult with them or have the vet consult with them. Yeah. And so I'm, and I'm excited just to have an opportunity just to, um, with everything that I do, I mean, my, my head spins into, <laughs> this is new content. I can talk <laughs> about it. I can write something about it. I could tell other people about it. I'm just like, so, I mean, I, I'm, I'm grinning ear to ear now. It's just like, it was so much fun. It was, it was just everything that she was saying. And I was just like this enwrapped attention, just listening to everything that she said. I brought a notebook with me because I was going to take notes. I didn't even take it out of my bag because I was just so focused on her. And she didn't really say anything that was complicated or overwhelming. It was so easy and completely the opposite of well, what I was expecting and what I've experienced with the oncologist. And it's not that's not a negative about the oncologist. Right, right. When you go for cancer, you're like, there's so much information and you're trying to keep it. And my oncologist, she was like, you're not going to remember everything. So she's like, after every appointment, she sends me um, like what we discussed. And I think the first appointment, I think it was like three to five pages of information. 
So now it's like, you know, maybe one to three pages of information, but it's still like, it's what, where, this is where we came from. This is where we are now. This is what we're going to do next, you know, and explaining things, remember to do this. And it's a lot of information. Whereas this was so effortless and easy. And I walked out just feeling great. And it made me, I mean, I don't know how it would have worked out for Scout, but I kind of wish that I had gone this route from the beginning. I mean, I, I don't regret what I did. I mean, based on the information that I had, I, you know, I did what the right thing, but having spoken to her and, and and it's not even just that I would have gone the route of holistic. I wish I would have had this person because I think that that's the big thing is that she was not pushy. She did not have a problem. She doesn't have a problem with my dog's diet or anything like that. She, um, wasn't, she wasn't condescending. You know, and not that other vets are, but it's just, I felt so comfortable and like, she really knew what she was doing. And cause she was asking me, you know, like making sure I understood. And I was like, yeah, Dr. Judy Morgan talks about that. And she's like, oh, who's that? And I was like, oh, she's this amazing vet. She has this book It's my favorite book, the yin and yang. And she's like, I have that book. And I'm like, yeah, she's like, that's an excellent book. And I'm like, it's good to know. And so, oh my God. So I'm still on cloud nine. It's been 24 (laughs) hours. I'm still on cloud nine. The appointment was really fast. It was like 40 minutes or so. And part of it was just us talking and just allowing him to settle down and she would give him treats. And then we were got him to lay down and stay down because he just wouldn't stay down. Yeah. But eventually, you know, she got a needle in his head. And that was, I guess, is like the relaxing point. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, oh. Yeah. And he did just d- sort of deflate where he was just like. And then it was funny because at the end, at, there was a point where he did something like with his mouth. And she was just like, yep. And it's like, this is, and it's over. It's like, he's done. And it's like, you know, he's got what he needed from this appointment. And then probably a few seconds later, um, he just stood up, just like, just, he went from laying down to standing straight up and alert. And she's like, yep, he's done. And so then we had to keep him still while she took the needles out. Yeah. But it was like, it was so cool. And it was cool because she was also including him. So she let him see the needles, let him smell them. And, and, but the best part was when, when he kissed her the second time, I was like this. I was just like, she was like, yep. And she's like, yep. And he's good. And, and it was, it was like, oh, it was so great. It was, I'm so absolutely happy. I have not ever wanted to, I shouldn't say ever. I very rarely feel like doing reviews for people, even though I know I should do reviews for people, but I will be doing a review for this woman because I, and she is so booked up. Like, like I cannot get a regular standing appointment with her because she's so busy because she's awesome. <laughs> yeah. And she told me that she's like, well, what do you want to do? And, and I was like, I will come when you can have me. So if you have cancellations, I mean, sometimes I have a couple of appointments that are like eight something in the morning. I am so not a morning person, but I will make that. Ha- I will go to bed <laughs> early and set my alarm, tell Alexa, get me out of bed, Alexa. You know, just oh, it was really good. I I learned a lot from her, and uh, and I I can't wait to go back. So oh, that's so I, awesome! I feel like I look at Scout now, and I feel like you're cured. And I just <laughs> so that was it. <laughs> just so happy. There is something to be said about like somebody having that good energy, and you know, we always say the woman who's our chiropractor, both Penny's chiro- Penny and Nina's chiropractor and my chiropractor. And, you know, and Tim always says, because 
it takes both of us to get both dogs there. Like that she just has good energy and you just mm-hmm. feel it. And when you feel good being there, the dogs, you know, react well to her. And and our vet, our current vet, you know, we feel the same way about like they just they have like this good energy and the dogs react good and we feel good. And it's just like it's such a good feeling. Yeah, it is. It's it's so amazing. And I just I feel like, you know, I I'm also just really happy because I listened to my gut and I followed my gut. And I think that, you know, I, I never see, I'm sure there are men out there that do this, but I just feel like it's such a female trait where, you know, we'll have a gut instinct, you know, a feeling, but we won't follow through on it because we're worried about offending someone or we, and we just talk ourselves out of it. And so this one time, and maybe it's because this is my dog. I don't right. care <laughs> right. um, that I listened to my gut and followed my instincts and, because this is, again, another thing with with Sydney is I knew she was sick. I knew she was sick. I did take her to the vet a couple of times. The vet could not find anything, but I knew she was sick. And, you know, had, I wish that I had pushed myself to find an answer and I didn't. And maybe it's because I was hoping she wasn't sick. Um, but now that I know that, yeah, dogs get sick and it's devastating, I was like, I'm not playing around with my dog. And um, and I just, I feel like kind of proud of myself, but mostly proud of Scout because I was just like, I hope he doesn't freak out when the needles come <laughs> out and I keep like barking at her. And I wasn't sure what he would do. And like, cause she asked, you know, like, well, you know, how does, you know, as far as like aggression and stuff. And, and I just said, I was like, the biggest thing that he does is if he sees a man walking when we're on our walks, if he sees a man walking, not jogging, not riding a bicycle, but walking and it has to be alone. It can't, it's not like, walking with a dog or family or kids, a man walking by himself down the trail. I don't know why. And it doesn't matter. It doesn't have, it can be anywhere. There's something about a single man walking or just standing someplace. Scout does not like it. And he starts doing the stranger danger alarm barking um, to let them know you stay over there and we're going this way, but you stay over there. Right. And, And I actually had someone ask me once, it's like, why does your dog do that? And I was like, he thinks you're up to no good. And he was like, really? And I'm like, that's the only thing I can think. Cause it was like this one area I used to walk all the time with a girlfriend of mine and we did a pack walk and he loved, it was like, these are the only two dogs in his entire life that he loved were her dogs. So we were on our pack walk and I think it was D'Artagnan. D'Artagnan passed away, but D'Artagnan was like, I don't know what it was about that dog, but Scout had to be walking next to D'Artagnan. And every now and then, you know, he would lick his chin and just keep like that was his buddy. I don't know what it was. But if we saw a man just standing or walking, he would stop and stare and then just let him know. And just like, we're walking, you stay over where. And so I was like, that's the only time I was like, he's, he doesn't growl or, or, you know, or try to bite or lunge or anything. He just lets them know very loudly that I don't like you. And so she was like, okay. <laughs> That's very specific. <laughs> I know, isn't it though? <laughs> so how have you been? Good. We uh we have not seen our vet in the past week or two, but Penny does get acupuncture regularly and she loves it. But every once in a while she has been known to shake and all the needles go flying. <laughs> And it's like, no, like in slow motion, you know, 
<laughs> oh my gosh, I never even thought about that. Oh yeah. And and it's like you said, it's kind of that thing where it's like they're kind of done. You can see them kind of starting to wake up again. And like her first instinct is just, you know, they kind of shake it off to reset and it's like, no. <laughs> I think Sydney might have done that once when she used to get acupuncture because we couldn't find one of the needles. And so I was helping yeah. the veterinarian look for it. She was like, you don't have to. And I was like, I feel like I have to. <laughs> Sydney's just at the door. Like, I can leave anytime now, guys. <laughs> you can just open the door. I'll go and sit in the car. <laughs> yeah. But, oh, it's so cool. We haven't done acupuncture with Nino yet because he's definitely a little more skittish about all of this. And we're just happy that he goes to her house, that he seems comfortable there, that she can examine him. And, you know, we, we try to, you know, she's giving treats and, you know, we try to just keep it really positive. So she hasn't wanted to try acupuncture with him yet, but Penny's like an old pro at at this point. And, but they do both get different um, Chinese herbal formulas. Mm -hmm. And with Nino, we are really pleased. We finally, he's been on Pepsid for like four years and we finally got him off of Pepsid because we've been kind of slowly decreasing it uh, over the course of a couple weeks. And so now with these herbs, he's been totally fine. I think there's, and then we have like a, a liquid formula that if he has any like breakthrough, like reflux kind of symptoms, we give him the liquid formula. So I just started kind of proactively just giving it to him every night before bed. So that way, because if he has a problem, it always seems to be in the middle of the night, but he seems to be doing really well with these herbal formulas. So it's been like a huge win for us to be able to get him off the Pepsid. Uh, So yes, that's been very exciting around, around these parts. (laughs) I know that's what we got our first box of Pepsid for the dogs. Um, when when Scout was wasn't feeling well, he was so bloated, the poor guy. And I gave him a mixture of I gave him Pepsid and I gave him the activated charcoal because I was like, I don't know what's going on in there, but here, yeah, let's do this. And and it worked. You can give dogs gas X when um when my Lucy was really sick with cancer and all and stuff. She would like visibly like her stomach would visibly get like full and we would give her gas X and and then you would hear her expelling the gas. <laughs> <laughs> I, know. I know it was so funny because for 24 hours I would just hear Johan go, oh he farted again. <laughs> was like, I was like, it's not over. It was like, I mean our house smelled so bad. It was like awful. And it's it was cold. I mean this is this has been the coldest spring that we've had in a long time. Usually by now we're experiencing, you know, the start of summer and it is not, we're definitely still in spring. So the windows are all closed and, you know, we were like opening the windows and turning on the fan and like putting on a sweater or something like that. And it was just like, poor guy. And I was like, he's so uncomfortable. And I think it was Monday morning when, um, Johan woke me up and it was like, I took Scout outside and he pooped. And I was like, and I can't remember if he said if it was solid or not, but I think I was just like, well, where is it? And he told me where it was and stuff. And I was like, okay, I'll go look at it. Later. I have to go examine. Yeah. yeah I was like, thank you so much. He was like, he was so happy. <laughs> it's sort of like the end of the gas. Yeah. It's come to an end. So it was just like, oh my gosh. But yeah, it's uh, the life with dogs. <laughs> Especially with like, you know, crazy dog moms that are out examining poops in the yard and stuff. <laughs> I mean, cause I, you know, I have done it where I've gone out with the flash. Like I have really good flashlights of Costco has one. Um, and I got it for Johan for, cause for Christmas he's, is he's 
the type of person he just buys himself. If he wants something, he goes and buys it. So it's kind of hard to buy him something that he would really like. And also a lot of the stuff that he really likes is very expensive. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> you know, like, it's all tools and stuff like that. So and so it's just like, I don't know. So I, I always treat Christmas as a really practical holiday. And so I just think about the things that he needs and the things that he's complained about over the right, past right. few months. And I go buy solutions. And one thing that we need is flashlights. And we have a thing. So I have flashlights. I don't like to share my flashlight. It's my flashlight. He has his flashlight because every single time he's borrowed my flashlight, it's gone. And I'll ask him where it is, where's the flashlight. And he doesn't know what I'm talking about. And he's like, oh, maybe I left it in so-and-so's truck. And I'm just like, it's not your flashlight. You can't be just leaving it places. I had a really pretty red flashlight and it's gone. So anyway, I got him a really good flashlight for Christmas. And he was, he was like, really, really like, this is a nice flashlight. And I was like, I know. So I went back and... I planned on getting myself one and I feel like I did, but I don't see it anywhere in the house. Can you get flashlights engraved? I know because I sort of feel like maybe he lost one already, <laughs> but I did get some smaller ones. And and I think that maybe what I did is I went back and got smaller ones and it's the same brand Duracell makes flashlights now. Oh. And so he's not really interested in my little flashlights, but we have this big, beautiful flashlight and I take it, you know, in the wintertime. I go outside and I like to keep the dog yard clean. And the beauty of working from home is that I can do it before nightfall. But when I have to work in Seattle, I have to go out, you know, in the dark. I always wonder if my neighbors, they're pretty far. They can see us, but it's not right next door. But I wonder if they ever see me like walking around with the light. I wonder <laughs> what I'm doing. What is she doing? What is she looking for? But yeah, I a good flashlight everyone needs to have. So I was out there, you know, I didn't have to do it. I was, I waited until it got light and I went out and I'm looking around and I found it. I'm like, this is a good poop. I'm really happy. <laughs> Sometimes that is like the best feeling. <laughs> I know. I mean, I have done, I've done dances with solid poops. It's just like not even funny. So I sent you a text message last week or this weekend, maybe it was <laughs> um, because I, I was, I am a YouTube addict. I love YouTube so much. And the YouTube algorithm decided that I need to know more about the dollar store. Not sure what I watched. It made them think that that was something that I needed to know. I'm watching this video of this woman and I thought it was going to be like this quick video of, oh, I went to the dollar store. I got this thing and I jazzed it up and look at it now. No, this woman was like doing one thing after the other, after the other. And all of it was like really simple craft projects and they look so good. And I'm just like, that's at the dollar store? Because I go to Hobby Lobby and Michael's and this is at the dollar store. So I decided to go to the dollar store to see. And I walk in and I go, where's your crafting stuff and your labels? And they told me, where they were. And I'm walking up and down these aisles, seeing things that I purchased at Michael's and Hobby Lobby. Um, I mean, to be honest, Hobby Lobby, I know people have issues with Hobby Lobby, but they have a whole Marvel and DC section and Star Wars. So yeah. It is what it is. <laughs> they get my money because, and I have, I have like, may the force be with you sign somewhere in the house. And I have a Spider-Man print in the house. And yeah, I'm all, I have all my, mar yeah, it's, it's insane. I love my Marvel. But anyway, but I'm walking up and down. They have everything, 
everything. And I got these really cool jars and organized a bunch of stuff in the jars. And now I'm just like trying, like holding on to the door of my house to keep myself from leaving because it's like, I am not going to go back in, you know, like this room that has all these freaking mugs in it, which by the way, I'm trying to get rid of 15 of them. And it is so hard because people are like, well, I just want those two. And I'm like, no, you need to come and take them all or none. I need this out of my house. <laughs> but yeah, it's like a really cool place. And I just remember that we had that conversation about the container store. And I'm like, you can get everything at the container store there. Not everything, but it's a buck 25. And it's just like, so exciting. So do you guys have a dollar store over there? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I haven't been in there in a while. I should go in there. Go in there and see what you see. <laughs> like because- back in the day that, you know, Tim and I used to do like all our shopping there. <laughs> It's really cool. If you're clever and creative, you can really do some. I mean, I think you can do some damage, not like financially, but like you can make some ugly stuff. You know, there's some you can. I'm not a very creative person. I actually need like I'm not a chef. I think I am after I watch a series of TV shows. um, Just like if I watch home improvement shows, I'm convinced that I can remodel a house. Um, I am not a creative person. Yeah. I'm not crafty like that. Yeah, exactly. I need instructions. And once I have instructions, then I can do that one thing over and over and over. (laughs) But, and, but seeing other people with these really creative, like they'll look at something and be like, Oh, okay. And just, I'm like blown away. Yeah. I want a glue gun. I, I decided I need a glue gun. Because that seems to be a big thing that um, crafters have. Oh, I remember <laughs> them from like Girl Scouts or something. <laughs> it's like the last time I used a glue gun. <laughs> but um, someone, um, uh, Jessica Fisher, she is a dog trainer. And she commented when I shared it on Instagram. Because she was just like, the glass might be from China. And it might be. And, I'm just, and I was just sort of like, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so excited that I found jars for a buck 25 that I don't really care. I mean, but then of course I also, um, cause I included in that post, which is, you know, probably the most romantic or one of the most romantic things that Johan did for me. The very first romantic thing he did for me was give me a vacuum cleaner because I loved a vacuum. And so that was like the nicest thing. And that was like 20 years ago, but a few years ago, he, I was looking for jars so that I can have glass jars. And I really wanted to get away from plastic. And I was looking on, he was like, well, just look on Craigslist. I was like, these things are expensive. And he's just look on Craigslist. People, you know, have those and then they just get tired of it and they just want to get rid of them. And I was like, really? And I found one and it was weird because it was basically an announcement of a garage sale. So I was just like, oh, I can't go get them because I have plans with my friend and we're going to be gone all day. So I was like, well, at least now I know. And I'll just keep looking on Craigslist. Well, when my girlfriend and I got back to the house, there were five boxes stacked up and it was all, you know, wide mouth glass jars and and there are lids there too. And so I still have all of, in fact, I think I have one box that have never opened that still has those glass jars. And so I've been using those for a long time. I'm not quite sure where those are made. Because I like, I've reached a point where um, my mind can only hold so much worry about my dogs, and I've decided to be like, you know, I can't with the whole where everything is made 
I'm just going to be okay with it and trust that it's all right because I just can't. So I don't know, but I have so many glass jars, but that was, that's the only other way I've known to get glass jars is the Craigslist. But these ones, the ones I got at the dollar store, they're pretty. And <laughs> I'm so excited. Oh gosh. That's awesome. I know. So there was some other exciting news over the weekend on the internet. I saw Dr. Kozier started making some announcements for next year's Healthy Dog Expo. I saw. Okay. So now when I saw Connor Brady, I was just like, okay, yeah, I'm getting my ticket. I'm going. (laughs) I am going because I love him so much. He's so amazing. And Uh, the accent. Yes. I, to me, I don't know what it is, but when people have an accent, they just seem so much smarter me and like they really know i mean someone can have an accent like what is that guy is it pierce morgan pierce morgan is i don't i mean he's a i guess he's a reporter i always thought of him at first i thought of him as like um like an entertainment reporter because he has so much um uh i don't know what you would call it drama scandal whatever that's yeah, kind of tabloidy yeah yeah Yeah, he gets really, you know, and stuff like that. But I swear he'll say stuff and I'll be like, oh, you're right. Meghan Markle is a horrible person. And I'm like, no, no, no. That's the accent. Don't let the accent fool you. You need to do your own homework, Kimberly. I mean, I, and it's the same thing with like when I was into the raw feeding. If I spoke, if I like, because sometimes for me, it's easier to just talk to someone on the phone. So I'll be like, can you, can we just talk on the phone? And um, I would talk to people and be like, oh, you have an accent. <laughs> and it's so silly because I'm like completely like with everything you must say must be because I got in my head that anyone from Australia or the UK, like they knew more about raw feeding than Americans. I don't know why I decided that was the case, but I did. But yeah, I love his accent. And then I get a kick out of the fact that since I'm 7% Irish, I feel like we're kind of (laughs) related. So I feel like it'll be kind of a family reunion when I go. (laughs) Yes, I was very excited Um, because I'm like, well, he signed my book. Like, I was was very excited about the point. I have to bring my book. God, he's so, and that is such a good book. I really got a kick out of it. You know, I love how he, He like went overboard when it comes to, and here's all the references. I mean, it was like every chapter was a mic drop of, and of, oh, you don't believe me? Pages of links. Here you go. (laughs) I love, like I, my little nerd heart loves that so much. (laughs) It actually made, it changed the way I blog because now, because of that, I mean, granted, I used to add links and stuff here, but now I'm very much like, especially if it's a topic that I know is like people will want to know more about. Like for instance, um, what is it? DCM. I have an article on my site that a friend of mine's husband wrote actually, cause he's brilliant. He wrote it for my site and I went through and added tons of links to it back then. And it wasn't, I actually probably added like four, like, so if you want to read more, here's some articles. But since reading his book and talking to him, I actually, every time I get new information about DCM, I go back and update and add another link to that thing. And, and I have the links organized and, and it's just, and I, and I even went so far as to have links from both sides of the camp, because I know that some people are, you know, very much, um, you know, as far as what they think 
DCM is caused by like, you know, the grain free diet and other people are like, well, no, it's a little more complicated than that. And it's just, I, I find that topic, you know, really kind of fascinating because, you know, it is, there's so much to it. And it was such a hot topic for so long. Yeah. And then it just vanished. And, and I'm sure to a lot of people, it didn't vanish. You know, I'm sure those, they're having these conversations in these groups, but it just feels sort of like, we couldn't get away from that topic for so long. And now it's just like anybody, any DCM, does anyone? I'm always like afraid, like, don't start again. I know. <laughs> I know. And, and actually speaking of, of which, what, you know, didn't, I forgot who else she said. I'm oh, like, I made a list. Oh, good. So, okay. Dr. Barbara Royal. Yes, that's right. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Oh so can I just share my Barbara Royal? Fan. I was looking around me, but it's not as in my other room. So I saw her at the healthy, oh, not, no, at the, oh, what is it called? The, you know, the dogs, dogs naturally. naturally. Yeah. So she was there and I had met her before, but this time, you know, I went up and, and so first it was like, I don't expect her to remember me or anything, but I go up and I, you know, I'm like, hi, you know, hi, Dr. Royal. And she's like, oh, hey, Kimberly. And I'm just like inside, like, what? My name. what? <laughs> and then um, she was like, oh, I was, I was hoping to, to see you when you were here because I brought something for you. And I'm just like, what? And so she gave me this really great book that I love. It's like this positive book. And I'm like, how did you know that I love this type of stuff? And she's like, yeah, you mentioned something on social media. And I was just like, what? I mean, just like, what? And for all I know, this woman brought a case of these books and was giving them out to everyone. (laughs) I don't care. I felt so special. And plus, she worked with Oprah. I was and- just going to say, and this is like Oprah's vet. And now it's like, you're like two steps from Oprah. Exactly. It's like, you know, you know, six degrees of separation. Yeah. Of thing. And I was just like, although right now I'm still disappointed in Oprah for one thing. Um, I did not like her interview with Megan and Harry. I felt like she should have, I, I wanted to, to see a more balanced interview. And I still want, I still want to see a more balanced interview. I just felt like, she was talking to her friends, which is fine. I just, that wasn't what I wanted, but you know, but I, um, I still love my Oprah because I just love her story. And my, my, I was going to say my parents-in-law, I don't think anyone has ever used that term. My in-laws for Christmas one year got me this big Oprah Winfrey book. And I basically sat in a corner all Christmas, just flipping through it over and over again. And I just, because they're like, we know you love Oprah. And I'm like, I do. I love my Oprah. I So, you know, Oprah started her broadcast career in Baltimore and she was like a news reporter when I was a little kid. Oh, that's so amazing. I just, um, yeah. So Barbara Royal is, I just love her so much. (laughs) And I just, I, so the cool thing about the Healthy Dog Expo is that, or this year was how big it was. I mean, I, I don't even know if Lori knew she can get all of these amazing voices in one room. I mean, it's just, and it was one of those, like, did you jump the shark? Are you? And she didn't because I am just as excited, even more excited about this one because I mean, I love all of the people that were there this year, but Rodney's a friend of mine and I would have loved to see him, but I sort of feel like I can get my Rodney dose or my Billy does, you know, they're a phone call away. But 
you know, Dr. Barbara Royal isn't. And neither is, you know, Dr. Connor Brady. And man, I mean, these are people who, especially Dr. Connor Brady, I feel like if if you and I were at this expo, we would just have to try and corner him in a not creepy way or try not to make it creepy and then just totally nerd out. It's like pull out the book with all the post-its and (laughs) because my main question for him is there's a section of his book where he talks about um, what are those dogs in Australia? I just, bingos, bingos. And so some of the, the information that he references out of date, like there's new information. And I learned that from Gabrielle Joy. So I would love to, I would love to just watch them talk to each other about dingoes because I just, oh my God, I have, I have so many thoughts and things in my brain when it comes to like diet and nutrition. And I would just love to get his take on it. Even, I mean, I've spoken to him before, but now I want to speak to him again. Because even my, like I was, I'm trying to interview this guy and all I'm doing is like, like, okay, well, what do you think about this? And it, was just, <laughs> it wasn't really an interview. It was just me recording our conversation because he's so much fun. Yeah. And then Steve Brown. Yes. Yeah. I thought Steve Brown was supposed to be there this year too. For no, I don't remember that. Come to think of it. And, but Steve that, yeah. Now Steve Brown, oh, oh my gosh, I am so going. Because Steve Brown is amazing. Yeah, I mean, like a legend. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh! I mean, because he's he created my animal diet formulator software. And yeah, he's one of those people who, you know, you can say, okay, so I'm going to feed my dog this, this, and this, and he'll tell you what the nutrients are and what will change if you add this. He has all of that in his brain, in his head. Yeah, <laughs> and it's just like wow. Just I'm curious to know. I mean, obviously it's too early, but I'm curious to know what they'll be talking about because, oh my God, I'm so going. And then the last name uh, is Dr. Debbie Taraka. Who, I know who that is. Yeah, does canine rehab and just put out some info, a new study about degenerative myelopathy. So I know people like personally whose dogs have, have dealt with that. So I was really excited to, to see anytime anybody talks about that because it's so scary. Yeah, she was there the year I spoke. Oh, okay. So she spoke that year, and I didn't get to—I didn't get to really see anyone speak. I think I sat in on um, a Dr. Jean Dodds because oh. it was just sort of like, <laughs> how can you not? Not, yeah. I was also sick that weekend, so oh. I basically was every time I wasn't speaking, I was taking a nap, <laughs> and I was like drugged up because I was—I <laughs> felt so bad for the man who had to sit next to me on the plane on the way home because I just kept turning and I was like. I was like, I truly, I was like, this is just the end of it. I promise I'm not contagious. It's just the end and it's gross. And I am so sorry. And he's like, it's fine. And as like, I'm sure that they would have like, you're like, like and this is because I, I will, and I know this is going to sound like totally, you know, um, you know, uh, Kim Kardashian ish, but I swear it's not. Um, I will only fly first class when I cross the country. Oh, and the reason why is because it's such I don't like to travel. I am a homebody. Um, if I go to Vegas, I'll just take coach or business. I don't care. Um, but if I'm going across the country because it's just like so long and sitting and being uncomfortable, I just figure, you know what? I'm going to treat myself to a first class t- ticket. And the, I think 
the first time I did it was when I went to speak at the Healthy Dog Expo. Oh, okay. And thank God I did because I wasn't feeling well. The stewardess, or I, I guess you would call them flight attendants, flight attendants. Um, was so amazing and took such good care of me. Oh. And I was just like, she got me tissues. And I was like, and when I'm sick, I am a baby. So <laughs> I was like, she's like, do you need a box of tissues? And I was like, are they the ones with the lotion? <laughs> Get those for you. And I was just like, do you, is there anything? Else? I was like, I really like those nuts. Can I have more warm nuts? And she's like, yes, I will bring those over. And she, I mean, she was so amazing to me and took such good care of me. Do you need a blanket? I'm like, yes, I do. And I'm such a baby, but, um, but yeah, it was, oh my God, I can't believe it. So that's like, did you list four people? Yes. And is that like just the first set? Yes. More is coming. Yeah. Because I, when I saw the graphic, I, and of course, you know, Johan doesn't know what I'm talking about, but I was just like, she's bringing him from Ireland. <laughs> and it was just like, and he's just looking at me like, what? <laughs> I know, Tim's the same way. <laughs> I was very excited too. And it's like literally like a year from now, it's like May, it'll be May 20th and 21st right. of next year. So at least I the weather will be nice. <laughs> I keep saying over and over again, it's in Karen Becker's birthday. <laughs> I just keep, I don't know. I just know her birthday is around May 20th. I'm not a stalker, but <laughs> I just know. And the reason why I know it is because I'm a few weeks older than um, Dr. Karen Becker. And I don't know why, but that gives me such joy and I have no idea why. And I think it was because there was a time when we were all having a conversation. Karen wasn't, she was around, but I think she was like having a different conversation, but there was a group of us and Rodney was like, you know, well, I'm the oldest one here. And I was like, no, you're not. I am. And he was like, no, you're not. I am. And everyone was just like, and I was just like, yeah. And I don't remember how old I was at the time, but I told them what my age was and everyone was shocked. And I think shortly after that, I found out about Karen's birthday and was just so excited about it. And she, I think she was even looking at me like, wow, really? And I'm like, I don't know. I'm older than you. And I just think this is so cool. So I just, I just feel like, you know, grandma Kimberly. <laughs> I just feel so by, by three weeks. Oh, so um, Rodney did a podcast interview with Dr. Peter DeBias recently, oh. and that was a really good interview. And I I learned a lot about like his uh, like background and upbringing and and stuff that I hadn't realized before. And kind of like like that he had kind of like I don't want to say like learning difficulties, but that um you know that he's like a very visual learner and as opposed to like reading and and stuff and so he kind of struggled in school because you would look at him and think like oh my god he's like this like brilliant guy and yeah. you know and so i really appreciated like kind of hearing i love backstories you know mm. <laughs> so I, I i just loved hearing uh his story and and they were really like emotional and talking about like their you know dogs that have passed and you know why we're all so passionate about, you know, these things. And so that was a really good interview. <laughs> yeah. Peter Tobias is so awesome. I, to me, he's like my hero because, you know, they were like, you know, either give up your license or give up your business. And he was like, okay, well, bye. Yeah. And he's like, I'm helping too many dogs doing what I'm doing. So no, and we're, we're not gonna, And I just have so much respect, respect for, for that. Yeah. You know, and I, I just, again, you know, just watching Rodney go from this guy that I met on social media and we would message back and forth to each other about, you know, Hey, I just learned this thing. And Hey, what are you, what have you seen this to who he is today is so exciting. And 
I just couldn't be happier for him. And, and I, I feel like he's um, inspired so many other people to shoot their shot when it comes to not so much like being famous, but just if you have something to share that can help other people start sharing it. And I'm seeing a lot of people, you know, that, you know, it cracks me up when someone, I mean, every now and then someone will be like, have you heard of Karen Becker or Rodney Habib? Maybe you should talk, contact them. And I'm like, yeah, I know them. And, <laughs> but it's like, there are other people who I've been, you know, that are in the community where I'll have people message me and say, have you heard of this person? You should reach out to them and stuff. And I'm just like, even though I don't, cause I know who the person is, I still think it's really exciting to see people like building a name for themselves, not because, you know, of their looks or because of they're rich or something, but because they are actively making a difference in the lives of people's pets. And it's just so exciting because, wow, you know, when I first started, you know, I'm sure all of this was there. I just didn't know because I was new to the room, but it's been just a wild ride watching everyone um, grow. It's just so cool. It's a wild ride watching you grow. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> and then the other cool news I saw this week was Solutions was making some product announcements about their, um, they're going to have all these different goat milk formulas, which I thought was really interesting. Oh. So it's not just your standard goat milk. They have like, I'm going to say flavors. Um <laughs> or formulas so there's like a butter tea with like dandelion root and other herbs for digestion there's one i liked this it was called goat nog with duck eggs honey and cinnamon um there was a formula with uh turmeric ginger and black pepper so almost like a liquid golden paste and then there was another one called tummy tea with peppermint and aloe and other like soothing Mm -hmm. digestion things so i thought that was a really cool way to to do goat milk but make it your own yeah i would say on like american idol (laughs) i mean we said it like last time where it's so hard to come up with a new product idea that it's really exciting to see people coming up with like recognizing what's needed in the community i mean just like the real meal pet food because i want to keep calling them real meat pet food but it's real meal pet food and they sent me their turkey recipe which is new to them that my dogs love and they sent me um, a fermented fish mushroom broth. Oh. And I was like, I opened that thing and gave it to Scout. And Scout was like, can I have some more, please? Because, and it's a small container. So it went really fast with four big dogs. But I was like, this is brilliant. Yes. No, this is so smart. And what, what a way, you know, I think for two years, we've all mourned you know, first the loss of answers, not that they're gone, but you know, things have changed. So the answers that we knew, you know, that changed and then the loss of cure. And so it was just kind of like, I guess that's it. And to see so many people recognize that, you know, there's an opening in the market and then seek to feel, fill that opening. Because I honestly didn't think like any type of fermented fish product would ever happen again, unless we did it at home. And now I, I've been hearing whispers. I see, you know, one, the real meal pet company has it, but you know, there are whispers of other people who are coming up with different um, recipes. And so I love the idea that solutions has, because I would totally buy, you know, something like that to add to the rotation simply because, you know, okay, well, this one is what 
you know, Rodrigo needs because he's feeling a little wonky with the gut today. And Right, right. Because that's what I was thinking with Nino. We we're always doing all the digestive mm-hmm. soothing things with him. Yeah. Um, and I, I did see, so solutions, they, instead of fermented fish stock, they're going to have gelatins. So they're going to have like a nice. fermented fish gelatin, um, chicken gelatin and pork gelatin. Love and it. so they call it jiggles. And so I was very excited about that. Oh, and, um, so and then they also just have some herb formulas too, like, uh, that are, you know, pre-made for different, um, conditions. And so, mm-hmm. and, Everybody kept saying, when can I get it? When can I get it? When, and what I saw online. So it says like early to mid summer. So we're only that, a few weeks away from early summer. I'm, how does that woman have time to run not just one, but multiple pet stores and start a food? Co- I mean. And Parsley Pet. She bought Parsley Pet. Did she really? Yeah. Chelsea. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. I learned that at the Healthy Dog Expo. I knew that they had sold Parsley Pet, but I didn't know who bought it. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. That is so awesome. (laughs) Way to go, Chelsea. Exactly. That is so cool. So lots of exciting things coming down the pike soon. I I know. It's just, it's going to be an interesting summer. And yeah, I'm trying to decide if I'm going to go to Super Zoo or not. I want to go, but being home for the past two years, it's getting harder and harder to To leave. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> and so I but I really want to go because I feel like now that everyone is so much more comfortable being out and about that we're going to see some really cool things. And I'm hoping that, you know, like the Real Mill Pet Food Company and, you know, Chelsea with Solutions and maybe even Parsley Pet will be there, whether they'll have a booth or not, but just be there even just networking right. and be able to sit down with these people and talk about, you know, w- the why's that they made the choices because that's what I'm so fascinated with because it's so obvious, but it's just sort of like what got you there because, and it seems like, you know, there's always a story about a dog, you know, but it's just like, ah, I'm so excited because, you know, again, after answers, it was just such a letdown with everything that happened with answers. And, and, um, I was kind of just hoping that by now all of that would be behind us and we would just have answers and we would have cure and we would just move forward. But I, you know, I don't know what's going to happen with them, but I'm glad that the loss that so many people have experienced is, hasn't gone unheard of and that people, because that's a great idea. I love that. Gelatins. I want their fish gelatins. As you're talking, I'm thinking in my, I wonder how much they sell it by the case. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so very exciting. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was a fun chat. Thanks for chatting with me, Erin. Yes, always a pleasure. Until next time, everybody. See you later, guys. Bye.